Over two decades in production. Star power before they were stars. Masked Mutilator, the movie, is about to hit the big screen with horror, gore, suspense, nonstop action, beautiful girls, beautiful girls, pro wrestlers, and more. This is the Masked Mutilator Podcast with your host, executive producer and co-screenwriter, Dale Schneck. Welcome to our debut. I hope you'll join us frequently as we examine a very special horror movie and tell you how you can actually become a part of this exciting venture. Today, my special guest is Doug Yazinski, CEO of World Cage Fighting Championships. He's also a former pro wrestler and one of the stars of Mass Mutilator. Doug, in the movie, plays a disgruntled cook in a group home for juveniles. And throughout the film, many of the teens are mysteriously disappearing. So, Doug, welcome. And tell us what it was like working in this movie. Uh, it, was, it was a blast to begin with. Uh, it was my first experience with the feature film type acting. So we had a great time. Um, the cast, the crew, everybody was phenomenal. We just all blended together. It helped that I had some friends that I already knew that were in the movie when I got there. So it took a little of the edge off for me. But, uh, you know, we turned it into uh, a party scene, you know? And I think that will show <laughs> when people see the film, don't you? Uh <clears throat> They will, but they won't see the behind the scenes what went on. That's where the most of the fun happened. But uh, as far as in front of the camera, you know, I put this up against anything that's been released in hard a long time. Yeah, and I think uh, the fun of this podcast and our weekly podcasts for Mass Mutilator uh, is that we'll learn some of the things that went on behind the scenes. Uh, and people will actually, though, when they see the movie, think, wow, that was the guy who said he did this or that. So I think uh, it's going to be a revelation and uh, a lot more fun than uh, most people would associate with a horror movie because the movie is scary, but the folks making it uh, were just a terrific group, I felt. Uh, Doug, you've been friends with a number of famous pro wrestlers as a pro wrestler yourself. Can you give us some of the names? Names and uh, the memories attached to those friendships. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, there, there's so many, but some of the close wrestlers that I got to that most people would know. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow, a very close friend of mine. He used to come up hunting to my area, to my house, you know, during the winters. Uh, came very close to George Animal Steel. Um, great guy. What's great is I grew up watching a lot of these kid, guys as a kid. And when I got into the mm -hmm. industry to actually still wrestle with them and get to know them on a new level, it was incredible. It really was. And, of course, when the good, you get the good ones, you get some of the bad. My biggest disappointment uh, was a guy named Ivan Putski. Um, idolized him because I have a Polish last name. He was known as a Polish power. Yazinski right? is Polish? Yeah, what are the odds, right? <laughs> so uh, I actually had an opportunity on a show to wrestle him. I was all pumped up. I think it was either my first or second year in the business. Um, so I'm pumped. I'm ready to put on a show with this guy. I get there, and, you know, it's giving away some of the wrestling. Maybe it ain't giving away, but, you know, it's a little predetermined, and uh, we talked. 
And, he, you know, I said, you know, let's do this. I want to go out there and have a great match with this guy. He was my idol as a kid. And he said, first words, kid, my name's on the poster. My job's done. I'm not working tonight. We're going to do this, this. We ain't going to break a sweat. And I was wow. a little disappointed in the attitude. Mm-hmm. But, uh, wow. you know, throughout the industry, you find, you know, you get you run into that. Wow. Incredible. And I think you and I met uh, because of pro wrestling, I'm pretty sure. And that's how we got to cast you in Mass Mutilator. So it, it was a valuable connection to the movie. And uh, it's it's paying off, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it got me it opened quite a few doors for me, including, you know, the acting. And I made a lot of long life friendships, including yourself through the uh, pro wrestling industry. Yeah, and it's nice because a couple other pro wrestlers are in this movie, and it almost and it does. It's like the first horror movie that actually intertwines two. Uh, what do you want to use genres? Yeah, uh, which is horror and pro wrestling. Uh, that, you know, two cult followings, and that's what's unique about this movie. And and for the people listening to this Mass Mutilator podcast, remind them of which uh, promotions you were part of. You were Doug Flex, weren't you? I was Doug Flex when I was in ECW. Uh, I worked as I was the original American Patriot before that got stolen from me. That's another uh, story. <laughs> uh, I started in the industry as uh, the executioner. Um, I wrestled as a Terminator. I had quite a few gimmicks over the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but great, uh, Doug. One of the other stars in Mass Mutilator is Glenn Hetrick, who is now well known around the world. I think as the main judge on Sci-Fi Channel's Face Off series. Now, Glenn played Rocker in our movie, as well as working with Paul Sutt, one of the other actors, and they both collaborated and did the gruesome and horrific special effects in our film, which was shot over 20 years ago. So, and, and Glenn must have been maybe 19 or 20, I think, at the time he was playing uh, rocker in the movie. So what memories do you have of working with Glenn Hetrick uh, or even socializing with him after a day's shoot? Uh, Glenn's the best, you know, and meeting him on the movie set, we actually became pretty close friends and we stay in touch till today. Uh, He, to see him at the pinnacle of the special effects industry in Hollywood is incredible because he's the first person ever put makeup on me <laughs> for a movie or TV, right? Yes. And now look at him, you know, so I always tell people, you see that guy or if I hear his name? Yeah, he put makeup on me in the first movie he ever did. So that's cool. But And it's funny you said he might be 19 or 20. Then he must have had a fake ID because he came out to the bars with us. So we might have to call him up on that one and see what's going on with that. But, uh, we, you know, it was cool. It was like because we shot this movie during the nighttime hours for the horror effect and basically scheduling. And that's when it needed to be shot. So we were shooting sometimes till 2, 3, 4 in the morning. And then, you know, when people like you and the writers and the rest of the crew went home we break out some coolers of beer and uh, watch the sun come up and have a good time and it was great because you know glenn became one of us during that group yeah he was as i recall well uh a very um you know helpful hand if you will more than helpful 
because he was really trying to make the most horrific special effects for the murders in our horror movie and always had a positive attitude. I don't recall him ever being a prima donna or, you know, whatever. He gave his all. And when folks see the movie and see his acting performance, and I don't recall that in high school or junior high school he ever did any acting on screen people I think are going to be dazzled by Glenn Hetrick as rocker don't you think oh absolutely um, you know knowing it was the very first movie he did as well both acting and special effects um, I tell a lot of people when, if we the discussion of the movie comes up his performance put it this way instead of him being number one in hollywood and special effects he could have easily made it as an actor that's how good his performance is yeah it's it's truly amazing i i think people are going to be dazzled by it. and i would hope that uh fans of glenn hetrick who follow him on facebook or see the show you know will want to be a part of this project um so we are now trying to raise the money to finish the film. 80% was shot 20-some years ago. Now we want to shoot a few more scenes, bring some of the characters who survived the murders in the original footage back, which I think makes the movie very unique. But we need help from the horror fans, the movie fans out there. And in order to do that, we are having a crowdfunding campaign. Can you tell us some of the things that people will get if they uh, participate, or as I like to say, they are tag teaming with us on this movie project. What what could they possibly end up with if they participated? Well, what we have, and this is especially for all the horror fans and pro wrestling fans and fans of any of the stars that we have in this movie, uh, you know, one thing we'll be able to do for them is put their names in the credits. I don't know where they're going to get another opportunity like that to have their names in the credits of a legit uh, feature film. Uh, another thing, we, you know, we're going to have some limited edition, whether it's shirts, uh, T-shirts. There's a the, tank top available. Exactly, tank tops. Uh, also, because of the pro wrestling connection, not to give away the movie, but our killer wears a wrestling mask during the murder scenes. Uh, so we'll also be giving away limited edition replica masks, uh, signed CDs by the cast of characters, even up to the point where you'll be invited to the premiere and get to walk the red carpet with the rest of the cast. And the after party. The after party. See, Doug, it takes I a know special, you. Yeah, yeah, but it takes a special you. person to be able to hang with the after party. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. So uh, are you suggesting the after party could be scary as the movie? <laughs> I, I won't call it scary. I just call it uh, something that they've never seen before. All right. Well, uh, Doug, before we go, and I want to thank you, and we're going to bring Doug back. We're going to bring Doug Yazinski back because he has more stories to tell in our next podcast. So, Doug, do you agree to that, or do we have to call your agent? Nah, I guess I could come back for another episode or two, depending on uh, your cooperation and, uh, <laughs> you know. All right. Just as, we're good with that. All right. Terrific. Do not body slam the moderator. That's the only thing we want to worry about. Well, folks, before we go, I want to remind you that you can find out a lot more about our special film by going to a number of places. Uh, we have a website called Masked 
mutilator, one word, dot com. And if you go to that website, you can watch videos. There are still pictures, uh, photos from the movie, some behind-the-scenes stuff. There's a list of the stars. You'll see all the actors and actresses in the movie. You can contact us via that website, send us comments, send us questions, we'll respond. Then on Facebook, if you're on Facebook, you can go to uh, the Facebook page for Masked Mutilator. So just do in the search bar, Masked Mutilator. And we constantly are putting new pictures, new information about the movie and what's happening. So please like us, like the page, Masked Mutilator. And then make comments or send us messages. That would be a great thing. And then ultimately, the most important thing, in order to help us finance the completion of this movie, we would need you to go to Indiegogo.com. And the campaign is obviously under the name Masked Mutilator. And you can find out what contributions you can make and some of the perks that Doug just described uh, that would be a collector's item for many, many decades if you participated with us. So I thank you very much for listening. Check back with us next week for our next Mass Mutilator podcast. For more podcast episodes, to be a part of Mass Mutilator, if you have the guts. And for exclusive behind-the-scenes bonus material, go to MaskedMutilator.com. That's MaskedMutilator.com. Or else. This has been a Steve Mittenin social media creation. Steve Mittenin social media.com. 